right, welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, single track session number 93. We are in the middle of June. It's getting hot, as yes. we talked about last week. And uh, some big news coming up. Uh, well, today's Thursday, mm-hmm. so it's uh, coming up today, really. Uh, let's start off. We're going to start off. Uh, we got a, we're a little over a week out now of Western States. Right. Things are starting to get hot and heavy, though. They are. Um, as we mentioned, we have our contest going. We've got some entrants for that. We'll mm-hmm. get to that in a little bit. Um, but just a little quick info on Western States. Um, you know, for a lot of people that don't know, because I've been getting questions about, um, you know, different things because of our contest. But so here's some some things. So here's the course records for the race. Both of them were happening in 2012. Yeah. So those familiar with what happened, I don't know if it was just like optimal weather that year. I can't remember. I can't remember what I had for breakfast today. Um, so I can't remember 2012. Eggs and sprouted toast. See, I didn't have breakfast, so yeah. that's easy for me. Um, but so the course records, women, Ellie Greenwood in 1647. Right. The men is Timothy Olson in 1446, both in 2012. The Masters course records for the women goes all the way back to 2002. Wow. By an individual that uh, has a little legacy there, Ann Trayson, in 1816. And the men's side in 2013 is Mike Morton in 1545. So if you're not familiar with our contest, what we're asking you is to pick your top five male and top five female finishers in order, what you think, as well as what you believe the winning times will be. So on the men's side, what do you think the winning time? And the women's side, what do you think the winning time? We've got a huge prize pack. We'll probably go too deep. we got some uh, squirrels nut butter. uh, Joe, you want to say the the Cowboys uh, edition? Because I get hammered. The Coachella. Coachella. That's what we decided. The Coachella. The Coachella. Because we get hammered every week. Um, Turtle Miller was the latest. And I just says, I don't care. The Coco Nino. That's how I'm saying it. Coco Nino. Coco. How about yeah. this? Close enough. Coco Nino, Coco Nino, Coco Nino. So if I got one of those right, great Coco for me. Loco. Coco Loco, Coco Cello. Mm-hmm. Um, since they have their socks out, five Drymax now. Yeah. Drymax skipped right over us, but we'll let that slide. Uh, we have a prize package. I have the squirrels, nut butter, the sign sticks, plus the posters, as well as some trail manners gear. And you never know what you're going to get from us when it comes to for some, some right. winter swag. So, again, top five mail. Top five female and the winning times for male, winning times for female. So it's basically two competitions. Now, are really. we going to let those people that enter go back and adjust? Yeah, because we'll, we'll get to that. And the reason Joel brings that up is news broke yesterday. Mm-hmm. Heart-wrenching, really, because right. I read the blog post. Yep. Kat Bradley, um, she uh, was 15th last year. Because this gives another side note. There's so many stories with Western states. She was 15th last year, first female, 1931. Uh, the male was sixteen nineteen, so it was about three hours off the the winning time. Right. She has withdrew, withdrew, withdrawn, withdrawn. She is not running no. Western states. She's not going through withdrawals. She is withdrawn from Western states. She's been struggling for a while. Looks like she kind of knew it was coming. Yes. Uh, she's been having some uh, anemia, hypothyroidism, and just a mu- multitude of other deficiencies. <laughs> right. Uh, B, all kinds of stuff she was mentioning, and uh, it, it was a little heart-wrenching to read her blog post right um just because you can see what this means to her yeah but it's great to see an athlete of her caliber look at the big picture yeah right exactly um so it's it's terribly sad um so she is not running and i know some people have already put her name on there right so if you want to come back and repost i've got i've got my own little spreadsheet going right with uh, people that have so if, if you had cat we will let you 
repick. Yes. How's that? Reguess. For female only. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's the only real change that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I bring up some of this is so me and Joel have talked about it for a long time. That you know Joel is really hot and heavy that there'll be a female top ten. Yes. And so I'm just that's why I brought up last year. Cat was fifteenth. Right. Um, you know, first that's female. How close it was. It was three hours difference. Three between That's big, but we're talking fifteen deep though. Right. We're talking Courtney DeWalter. Yeah, and she's in the race. Yeah, Courtney, um, and we we gonna bring those week. basketball shorts. Oh, you know she is. 10. She's gonna bring that for sure. Heck she's gonna yeah. get in the NBA draft after uh-huh. WNBA. Um, but so that's that's why that was brought up as 15th last year. So there's so many storylines. Uh, the other storyline that we haven't talked a ton about was Carl Meltzer. Yeah. Um, he's let it known that he's going after the Masters record, which we said again was 1545 so in uh, 2013 by Mike Morton. So yeah, Mike Morton's no joke. I mean, 1545, right? So the course record. Is fourteen forty six. So that's an hour off the course record. Right. So I'm not saying Carl can't do it. I will never bet against the no. speed goat, right? But man, he's gonna have to pull put it together. You that's know what fast. I mean? Because um, that is super fast for a masters record. Um, I mean the women's masters is eighteen sixteen, so that's about an hour and a half off mm-hmm. course record. So ends. I mean, there's a reason why it's been set in two thousand two, right? right? It's been gone for sixteen years. Yep. Um, and she's just dominant. Obviously, but so yeah, uh, Western States is going to be huge. I don't know if there'll be more storylines coming out, like people not running or people not feeling good. I think uh, was it Zach Miller? He's not running now. Oh, really? Why? Yeah, um, I think injury is what I mm. think I read. Yeah, I think it was Zach Miller um, for injury. So we talked Dang. about you forgot he was running. I think a week ago yeah. when we were talking about it. So he's out. Oh man. Um, so yeah, there's just been a lot of. I mean, you're getting close to it, right? And so. Right. You're either ready or you're not at this point. There's none, of, so. none of the runners are out there going, um, yeah, I might have a chance. Yeah. Like Francois has been over here training with the Cowboys. Yeah, he has. Um, which, I, I don't know, man. Like me and Joel will announce our top five next week okay. um, on the next single track session. We'll have our top five. Um, to where we'll, we'll wait to the deadline. That's you know we got to wait till everything unfolds. We're allowed to do that. And we're not going to win the prizes, so that's for everybody no. out there. But, but it's uh, – I don't know. I've looked at the list this week, and I'm I'm all over the board, man. That's ah, tough. I'm all over the board because you don't know who's coming in ready, really. Well, you know who's coming in ready. It's just who can hold on. Well, and, and we don't know about little right. niggling things. We don't know sandbagging. Even you know little I mean? niggling things, it's like who can hold on the longest. Well, and I think uh, if you go back and read some info from Brian Powell and I run far, I think it was Brian that wrote it. He was talking about Wamsley. He yeah. just thinks Wamsley's not ready still, like for the 100. It's like mental. He wants him to. Like yeah. He wants him to. It's not saying he doesn't, but right. he just has, again, like I brought up a few weeks ago, he hasn't proven himself right. for the whole 100-mile distance. I think mentally he's ready. I think his stomach's not there. Yeah, and, and I mean, we'll see. He's, I mean, you can see those guys are training hard, yeah. all of them. You know, even the females are out there just crushing it. Yeah. You know, I just saw a picture with Courtney going up to 14,000 feet with yeah. uh, Canis, right. um, you know, from Destination Trails. So they're, it's winding down. I mean, there's really not much more you got. Uh, Preston Wood. Yep. He did squaw. Mm-hmm. He's our buddy. And last yeah. week, he, you know, a week later, he's busting out twenty mile runs. Yeah, he'll go under twenty four. No problem. He's looking good. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm going I'm for going it. Top hundred. Top hundred. Top hundred. There you go. You got to stay double digit, Preston, if you're listening yeah. to this. There you go. Um, but yeah, so we got a week. Um, I think our deadline 
you have to have our entries by June 20th. So you can, originally it was last week, so you had to post on our website, right. single track session number 92. This week you can post on single track session number 93. That's a good idea. Right? So on our website, though, trailmanners.com, on that post, again, entries need to be received by June 20th. The race is June 23rd. Right. So that gives, you know, it's only three days before, so hopefully not much is going to transpire before that. Right. Um, so, you know, real quick, I didn't have to, you know, to bring up, but we talked about withdrawals. Another one I just read yesterday is our buddy Dana Mud and Guts Miller. Withdrawal from what? Wasatch. Wasatch? Yep. That's pretty smart. And uh, that's his race. He's such yeah. a legend here. We've had him on the show. And he just basically said, you know, I just did Squaw Peak. Yeah. And uh, 100 miles, I just don't know if I can do it right now. He's coming off some surgeries. Yeah. Um, and, he, you know, he said, you know, I don't want to hold someone's spot. You know, if there's someone else. I don't know if they, yeah, if they don't have a they wait list. They don't have a wait list. Yeah, so, so we'll, see how, we'll see how that goes. But that's sad to hear. Yeah, but I know he'll be there uh, yeah, cheering oh, people sure. on. So uh, we'll see. get back on that 100-mile line there, Dana. Because mm-hmm. we were pressing you hard on our podcast. Joel was like, just do it. I know, right? <laughs> it's only 100 <laughs> miles. You've he, done it before. I think you still got time. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you really had if his heart was into it, yeah, I think that's a big thing. Yeah, if yeah. your heart's not into a hundred, I mean, you can. We've yeah. said it before. You can. We don't recommend it. You can fake a fifty. Oh, easy. If you've done yeah. them before, we're right? gonna do that in two weeks. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's about fifty, right? Yeah, it's pretty much. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, yeah, we're not anywhere near where we should be. You never right. said that before, um, but you can't fake a hundred, man. You just can't. It'll eat you up, spit I you out. I tried to do that Wasatch once, and I got chewed up pretty Yeah, bad. it will not have any mercy on you whatsoever. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about big races. So that's kind of it for Western. Uh, if you have any questions on that, let us know. Because um, the one coming up, I mean, there's Bighorn coming up. There's, yeah. there's a lot of big races. But, I mean, we're talking big races. I mean, the next one that comes to mind is Hard Rock. Right. And yeah. right now, that Hard one. Hard Rock is big, but Western, I think. Oh, Western's still the, the granddaddy. It is. Uh, but Hard Rock, we're, you know, as of the last post I saw, major fires in the San Juans, mm-hmm. um, 17,000 acres. They only had it 10% contained. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and they issued a stage three fire restriction, which basically says you can't even come in the forest. Which is pretty amazing. Which is 1.8 1. 8 million acres. That's a lot. That's a lot of forest. Well, what's interesting is that I think it was Megan from Iron Fire posted that. Over the last holiday weekend we had, which was Memorial, they had counted 150 unattended campfires oh, yeah. in that area. Was it that area? I think it was that area. Okay. And that's just not acceptable. So I didn't know if that, it was, there was another one that was almost posted about Arizona, too, mm-hmm. so I didn't know right. which one in Mexico, Arizona. Something like that. But that's just not acceptable. No. I don't underst- like understand that. Like, I can't process people. Because I look at camping. Right. And I know things have changed since I was a wee young lad, but right. it seems like that's people that appreciate. Like, why would you go camping if you didn't appreciate being out there, right? Because they don't. Well, that's the thing, and I don't understand right. it. Like, to me, it's like you want to pay all this money to fake homelessness, you know? Yeah, Where people much, that, that right? camp. I don't know. Camp. I, don't, I don't get it. I, just I hate forest fires. I hate them. Right. Because so many of them can be prevented with common sense. Yeah, the one in the one in the Columbia River Gorge. People don't have it anymore, and it drives me nuts they, they because it don't give a damn, and it hurts everything. Hurts people. Yeah, hurts they don't care. They don't. That's but, what it comes down to. They don't care. They're but, selfish. And how do you change that though? You can't. Because 150, right? It's like you can't have 50 park well, rangers going around. You yeah, know what I mean? Know, right. To, to monitor everything. But then if you have a park ranger going around, and say, hey, you guys need to take care of that. Those people will get upset. Oh yeah, they'll be offended. Yeah, you can't make right? me put a fire out. Yeah, they'll screw you. This is It'll my burn land. itself out. Yeah, I no. peed on it. You know, yeah. it'll go out. Exactly. 
Yeah, it's it's just sad because it, you know San Juan's again. I mean, Columbia River Gorge. Mm-hmm. We have fire in Moab just recently yesterday. Yeah, burned uh, eight, some houses. Eight homes got burned up. Um, and this is we're still mid June, so it's not even fire season. Really, fire season. No. So this year's going to be. And I I tell you what, man, I'm the big advocate of fireworks show. Like, I don't like people buying their own fireworks. Oh, I I, I want them outlawed. <laughs> I hate them. I understand fireworks shows. You'll never get rid of them, but it seems like yeah. they're a little more. A little smarter about it. They got fire trucks. They got you know some idea of what's going on. But yeah, the exactly. home fireworks, no, kids no. can buy them. Grab no. them. Uh, adults. I just don't like them. Adults that are not smart. Hold my beer. Check yeah, this exactly. out. Exactly. Um, so yeah, just it's sad to see because Hard Rock is threatened right now. It is. You know they're saying monsoon season's coming, and I'm like, is it going to be too late though? I mean, you can't make a decision on that right. hundred mile race the week before. No, the Forest you know Service I mean? could shut it down. Right, right today, now. you know, mm-hmm. and say sorry. Because yeah. it looks like they already canceled trail work mm-hmm. uh, the week before the race right. because they don't want people out there. So it's, yeah. I don't know. I'd hate to see Hard Rock, and you know, that's a small picture. I mean, yeah. San Juan's on fire is huge. That's the sad part. Yeah, and people could be losing their homes, homes. businesses are threatened. Yeah, because yeah, people can't get to and from picture, a business. Right? You don't want your lives being in, in danger. You know, but it's just. And it's all preventable, pretty much, right? Pretty I mean, we, we don't know, you know, because they mentioned the one last year in California that was so bad was a power line, right? Right. I mean, there's those things, power yeah. line, lightning strikes. But when it's human just ridiculousness, they just got to hold yeah. them to the fire, man, and literally, and just say, you know what, we'll make an example. Because a kid up in Washington. Oh, he's liable now. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah, and they find it him and everything. Cheap. Yeah, it was like. Millions of dollars, exactly. it seems like. But it's like, what's that going to do? The kid's not going to, you're not going to take his paycheck away for the rest of his life. You know what I mean? It's like, how does that happen? Maybe, how do you pay maybe, millions of maybe dollars you dock back? him for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah, it's just, And I the thing that ding-dong down uh, Brian had that was torching his weeds and stuff oh, that yeah. fire last year. Yep. I think that he's got to pay for that now. You know, I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. I'm not saying. I mean, some are accidents. A guy right. torching his weed. Okay, it's an accident, but still. No, he was. He shouldn't have been doing. No, it. No, he shouldn't have been doing it. But yeah. it's not like he meant. I mean. Yeah, he didn't mean the start of forest. Yeah, fire. he was doing what he probably normally does. But you have to. I don't understand how people can't be smarter than that. And it's so yeah, crazy. Exactly right. Like last year, so we're doing some trail work last year with a forest service guy. Right. And he was driving his truck up towards where we were doing trail work. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, I got to park back there farther." And I'm like, you know, in my head, you know, I'm thinking, "Oh, well, what about up here?" He goes, "No, because if my muffler's hot, that's right. dry grass." And yeah. so it's little things, right? Because oh, some yeah. people, I wouldn't have thought of that off the top of my head. Right. Right. And I felt bad, and I'm like, "Oh man." You know, that could have been me, right? right. Um, but it's just you have to be so careful when you're getting out into yeah. dry areas that you can't take anything for granted, and you right. really have to think a lot more than you should or, or you think a lot more than you normally would, I should say. You have to be more conscientious about what you're doing. Yeah, everything around you. And the whole fire thing, fireworks and fires to me, I mean, fires are part of camping, right? I mean, everybody loves their roasted marshmallows. But right. we're at a, a time now where just, I mean, my, I remember going with my dad. We were going right. camping. It was like total respect for fire plates, right? Yeah. He was like had big rocks if there wasn't one there or there's uh-huh. something. And he was like, it was out before the end of the night. Right. I mean, it was just a lot different now, you know, than you see, like you said, 150. Yeah. It's like, yeah, That's something's going to happen. So like, um, cigarette butts still drive me crazy. Oh, I don't man. care if we're on a main highway yeah. with no grass around you. Right. But I mean, that, that drives me nuts because that's just stupid. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, enough for the rant on the fires. We just hope everybody in the San Juan area and everywhere there's fires um, are just safe and just, you know, be conscientious, especially those you're going to the backcountry. Anything can happen, and we'd hate to mm-hmm. see more of this happen because hats off to the hot shots, fire crews, everybody oh, working man. hard to, to those keep those. Those guys are amazing. Yeah, they really are unsung heroes, to be honest. Right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> you never hear them or see them or anything unless nope. something tragic happens. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they're we, out there we don't want to hear that. around the clock. So, you know, good luck there, uh, Hard Rock area, San Juans, and just everywhere. And just be smart this time of year and, and uh, discourage. I discourage fireworks. End of story. Um, I enjoy a decent fireworks show, but I'm kind of getting over those as well. All right, what else are we going to cover a little bit? Um, so... Uh, let's jump around a little bit. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to get Woody footies done. Okay. Because this has been on my mind since Sunday. Uh-oh. This was one of our biggest weeks. And we say that every week, mm-hmm. but if you go back, there's so many first-time names. Yeah. So many places I've Ooh. never seen posted before. Yeah. Gotcha. And this was, I've lost two nights sleep and three days really? worth of researching this. And oh. Joel's looking at my cheat sheet. I think sheet. I see who you have as a winner. So. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's some Holy good cow. ones. I mean, the I, fun if, ones. If you weren't going to choose this person, I was going to give him second place. Were you? Yeah, and give him a hat. Okay. Because yeah. I was I was ready to give top three. And I'm like, can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Because this is what it is. And I apologize because there are so many good ones. And don't get mad at me. Right. Um, but there were some fun ones, too. Um, uh, Annie was in Dubai. Right. Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, seeing you know her and and Brad out there. Seeing the the sand. Yeah. For as far as you can see. Yeah. That I looked could, amazing. It does, but I still am not a sand guy. I'm not either. But it was but cool because it we're, would be so cool to experience that. It would be mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like one of the wonder type things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you see Ryan Ward's post with the the bears in Yellowstone? He got chased no. up in the bed of a truck. Did he? That's so, awesome. I'll so, go back and look at that. Yeah, there's a video, too. So uh, Ryan Ward, he's local. He was in North Yellowstone. And, yeah. you know, when you see animals, people pull off the side of the road. Well, right. there's a mama and her cubs crossing uh-huh. the road. Yeah, yeah. Everybody stopped. Uh-huh. It got up on the side of his dad's truck. He was in the bed of the truck. They were going to hop on top of the cab because oh. the bear was kind of checking out what was going on. Whoa. Um, so that was kind of cool. I'm glad yeah. everybody's safe, first of all. But <laughs> the experience is cool once everybody's safe. Yeah, right? exactly. Um Jason, uh, I think it's uh, Blickenstaff on right. Timp. Did you see that picture of the goat? Like, I don't know how close mm. he was, kind of what camera he had, but it was like really closer than me to, you know, my bananas, right? My bananas that are going bad. Uh, super, super close to that. That was so rad. It looked mm-hmm. like a, the goat was getting down like linebacker stance Uh-oh. to tackle him. Getting ready to get yeah. the butt. It was rad. Um, Chris Pope, Twin Lakes up in Brighton. Yeah. Such a great shot there. Uh, Trina... Uh, Chilino, I believe, okay. just in some beautiful green area, arms in the air. Mm-hmm. Just you could just feel the excitement. Steve Page had some Hydling uh, in Canmore, uh, Canada. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, super nice. Uh, Andrew uh, Giles uh, in Vernon, BC, was another good one. That was all right. Um, that was a good. And he's because he's trying so hard, and it wasn't gray and gloomy, right? I know. D Wolf in the Redwoods. Yeah, it was Man, like cool. I love the Redwoods. Mm-hmm. Steve James, Nemo Bay, right. um, Great Bear Rainforest in BC, I believe. All right. Gabe Joyce had a good one. Those Makes me good. jealous. I gotta get to the Grand Tetons, man. Yeah. Paintbrush Canyon. Mm-hmm. Um, just so many good ones. Chuck had one on Ben Loman where the cloud he was above the clouds. Right. I mean, there's so many good ones. But this week's winner, after sleepless nights, <laughs> flipping coins. Right. I feel comfortable with it though. Okay. The winner goes to uh, Andrew Giles, nice. uh, Vernon, BC. It was an amazing shot. Finally. Green piece of trail. Working so hard for it. He has been. 
He has. So, Andrew, go ahead and email me, manners at trailmanners.com, um, your address, mm-hmm. and we'll get it out, U.S. Postal Service, to the Great White North, eh? That's right. North of the Wall. Uh, north of the Wall. So, amazing week. Thanks for all the photos. We had some great places. I think our first one from Indiana. We had a bunch from New York, right. Maryland. Um, a lot of places represented with some great, great shots. So, thanks, everybody, who participated, and uh, congratulations to Andrew. Represent Canada. Um, also, let's talk about, uh, we're going to probably have him on the show coming up here, um, Terry Chiplin from the U.S. Trail Running Conference. Right. Uh, we're kind of working with those guys this month. Uh, if, you, if you're in the area, especially, right. I mean, for us, it's a little farther to go. It used to be in Colorado, yeah. which I wanted to get out, but that's, right. just, that's, just, that's a lot closer than San, San Luis Obispo. Right. Slow, S-L-O. Right. Um, August 29th through 31st, San Luis Obispo. It's the sixth year. Um, of the U.S. Trail Running Conference. Um, it's a great conference for race directors. Um, you know, runners, I think, is on the last day. And the lineup of speakers they have, man, is what I get excited about, like if I could go. Because, um, I mean, it's just a few names. Luis Escobar, mm-hmm. who I've admired from afar for right. many of years. Uh, Tia Boddington, Chrissy Mel, one of our favorites of all time. Uh, Emily and Ian Torrance, love Ian. Right. Um, you know, with uh, Sundog running, they're going to be talking. There's going to be many more, lots of... You know, lots of exhibits down there, um, exhibitors, I should say. Plus, on the last day, which is the Saturday, there's the S- uh, San Luis Obispo Ultra. Mm-hmm. Um, it's September 1st. Uh, if you register for the conference, you get a discount. They've got uh, half marathon, 5K, um, 50K, you know, a bunch of differences. And uh, just inviting everybody to come out there. Um, it be a fun weekend. They're trying to grow it. Beautiful location. If you go to their website at USTrailRunningConference.com, you can check it out. Um, you're right by the ocean there. Yeah. It's being it's uh, being held at a golf course, so that's always nice when they have like clubhouses. All will take care of you there. Oh, yeah, um, yeah uh, super cool. It's a unique opportunity to connect with the network with other race directors and trail runners. Right. And this year they're going to be you know kind of their theme, I guess, is creating opportunities. Uh, when I was on the phone talking with uh, Terry about this, it was really cool because they're trying to tap into you know not the the norm right, right. whether it's inner city kids uh-huh. uh, minorities women mm-hmm. whatever it is trying to grow the sport right um, because i keep seeing more and more articles on and this i'll tell you what a hot topic debate it is women yeah. in trail running uh-huh i don't i understand it but i don't right because we, we see a lot of ladies running oh, that, trails. That's for we do, right? In our area. In we our see area, probably we more see women it. running than men. Yeah, and but the thing that I keep seeing is these articles about they show race statistics. Yeah. So that's and, I think that's what they're talking about. And that's right? where I, I get torn because mm-hmm. I see some women piping up saying, Hey, we don't want like a women entry field, like we have to have so many because it's kind of reversing it that way. Yeah, it's a reverse discrimination. And if you, and if you don't want to, I mean, it's a race, right? Yeah. So it's either you want to sign up or you don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, it's yeah. a matter of you you can't get in because you're a woman, and I right. think that's where I lose some of the translation. Yeah. It's just you, anybody can register, right? Yes. And so, but it's it's just a way for races to tap into it. I mean, there is some, you know, Trail Sisters, which does a great job. I think yeah. they're going to, you know, be, be talking there. I mean, they do an amazing job. They're the biggest advocates right now. They're yeah. doing all the heavy lifting. Yep. Pretty um, much. They really are. They're doing a great job. Gina is with her crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's growing. But like Joel says, for us, it's a non-issue. I mean, if you go to yeah. a race, I'm not saying it's not. But yeah, here, I mean, there's just, just like general running. Yeah. I mean, last week we do a group run. Seven women, three guys. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, seriously. That's I mean, how it was. And that's how we see in the mornings we go running. We yeah. see a lot more women out on the trails. And we right. love it. Yeah. And, I mean, if you go back and look at our show, I would be, 
And if someone wants to, go for it. I don't have the time to do it. But I know our guest selection oh, yeah. is might be 60, 40 female. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? And I don't know the percentage. It could be 52, 48 or, or whatever. But it's... Right. That's it, my suspicion. That yeah. It's a little bit it's, weighted heavily towards it, the females. Yeah. So um, They're much more pleasant to talk to. For the most part, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, they smell better most of the time, Generally too. they do. Which is always a good thing mm-hmm. uh, for us stinky dudes. You know who you are, stinky dudes. Um, so, yeah. Oh, other great news. We're skipping all over the place. We had our first person register for the Gib Wallace race <laughs> next that. May. How is that cool? Yeah. I'm like, we get an email, like, right on. I thought it'd be for the Nordic Valley snow race, yeah. the 7K. Yeah, no. Let's not talk about that right now. I do, because it's getting hot. No snow. I could lay in snow right no, now. No, screw the snow. Oh, it feels so good. Just my, my short shorts, my shorty shorts. Um, and so the, here's something we're passing out here, mm-hmm. and this is going to be interesting, so bear with us. So me and Joe were on a run. Uh, I think we were doing Icebox Sardine Loop, yeah. and we were trying to figure out how to use social media. I was asking Joel questions. How do oh. I do this? How do I do that? And I said, I don't know. And so here's my proposal, me and Joel's proposal. Know. Joel's breaking out. He's breaking out with his, uh, he's got Bomber Athlete, plus he's got his stretching Right. I'm just going to call it stretching. Yeah, just call it that. That's yeah. all I'm doing. It's a stretching. Stretch therapy. And I get or to go do that. Or myofascial stretch therapy. Myofascial stretch therapy. No, no facial. No, 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 no. <laughs> he rubs your cheeks and bends your I, nose. They're not going to touch your face. <laughs> um, That's weird. So we need somebody out there, and you know some of you who you are. We need some Instagram training. Yes, some Insta-Kitty training. We need, yeah, Joel likes to call it Insta-Kitty, and That's I know what exactly what he's talking about. Yep. We need some training. So if someone out there... Uh, probably local because it's got to be hands-on. Like, I can't, yeah. I don't want the webinar, right? Nope. We need some Instagram training, Insta-Kitty training, like live videos, putting little emoji cons and yeah. people running and words, those word things with yeah. letters yeah. Um, on the videos. So we need to up our game. So if someone wants to do some training, we'll, we'll buy a lunch. Right. And you can teach us through phones. I have an iPhone. Joel's got a... I got a Pixel 2. Pixel 2. Um, yeah. Not the movie. It's a phone. Yeah. Um, so we just need some training on how to figure this Instagram stuff out. Cause we gotta we gotta up our game, man. It's, right. it's we gotta jump into this next realm, which has been going on forever. Um, so there's there's the offer. You can let us know, and we we got some people in our mind that we think would be pretty good at it. Um, now I'm gonna jump ahead because when you're listening to the show, right? It's mm-hmm. whatever day it is. What's today? Uh, the show will launch on the 14th. Today's the 13th. June 14th. Mm-hmm. The show launches, right? Right. But I'm gonna bring out some good news. This morning, mm-hmm. 2026 World Cup has been announced to be held in North America. Good. So I saw that. I was really happy about Canada, that. Canada, U.S., and Mexico. Yeah. Um, so that's super rad. Mm-hmm. And the other cool thing is it's going to expand to 48 teams by then. And because oh. oh, it's been 32. Wow. So there are going to be 16 more teams. Probably mm-hmm. the best news is U.S. already qualified for the 2026 World Cup since we're hosting. <laughs> So we don't have to play in. <laughs> oh man, they still need to, still need to earn their spot. They should. Yeah. Um, but sixty of the eighty games is going to be in the United States. The wow, quarter, that's a lot. The quarterfinals to the final, all of them will be in the United States, and the final will be at MetLife Stadium just outside New York. Some of the venues really? they got are, are in Denver, Seattle, L.A., a bunch back east. So I think right. there's one in Dallas. Yeah. Um, but that's super cool. Are they playing cool. in football stadiums or are they playing in MLS stadiums? Well, for the World Cup, I think they'll do some MLS stadiums, they but they're going to gonna have to do football stadiums. Just because of the seating. Yeah, but, that's lame. But you know how it goes. When these things come around, they revamp everything. Oh, sure. So the the, the, the 
pitch is going to be great. It'll be 120 by 60. Yeah, it's just, not going to be 100 by 50. Yeah, because like they did in the 1994 World Cup, they crushed it. I mean, right. the, the the teams were immaculate. I went to a game in the Rose Bowl, Argentina-Romania, mm-hmm. ridiculous amounts of people. and right. All the pitches were in great condition. They yep. brought in turf. They mm-hmm. did, you know, spent a lot of money, obviously. But yeah. So pretty excited about that. I'm glad they're coming here. It was out of us in Morocco, and I thought, man, if we lose no, again. Morocco's cool, but come on. Yeah, well, we lost to Qatar. Or who, yeah, yeah, it was Qatar the last one. That don't, shouldn't don't even be there. Don't one of those countries that have to spend billions of dollars to upgrade their f- infrastructure. And then when you leave, it's desert. It's never used. Yep. That's such a Because here you know it's going to yeah. be used, right? It's I mean, Mexico used. City. I mean, right. that stadium, Aztec Stadium, yeah, close. Exactly. that's the monster. No, no new facilities should yeah. be built for this. Just yep. spruce them up a little bit. Yep, exactly. That's way too much you money. You save a lot of money that way. Because we'll see what happens in Russia when they leave. Because some of those stadiums are gorgeous, but... What are you going to do when they're gone, right? I know. It's like, oh, look at this big uh, yeah. parking lot. Uh-huh, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah. So, the World Cup starts today, Thursday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told you I'd have my picks. Right. But I, I will have my group picks, and I'll go over those. Okay. But just some crazy news, man. Spain fired their coach. Yeah. Well, he's going to go coach at Real Madrid. Yeah. Fired, fired him basically two days before their first game. Yeah. And they're bringing in one of their past players to uh, to take over. But what the hell? Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> like Spain was a, I think they're Spaniards. still a favorite. Yeah, they, they're one of my favorites, but that's going to change some things. It, it caused a little unrest in camp too. I don't think so. I, I think I, I still think they're not going to go on. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it's kind of just weird how you do that. And right. um, again, my picks are, are. I went some different directions with my picks, so I'm going right. to give you my group to my two people from each group A All through right. H. And this will change, obviously. Right. And there's some that I had to lean, and we'll kind of keep you updated. But Group A has Russia, Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Uruguay. Right. I'm going with uh, Russia, and I want Egypt, but if Mo Salah is not playing, right. I've got to go Uruguay. Oh, man, I'm going Uruguay and Egypt. See, and I would... <laughs> Screw Russia. Well, yeah, I'm not, but they're host country. I don't care. They're going to fix it. I want them to burn. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but a bunch of cheats, crooks, they do. criminals. They have some drug yeah. testing going on. No way. Um, but if Egypt, if Mo's healthy and he can play, I like I like him there. Right. I do have Saudi Arabia uh, rounding out fourth place. They yeah. might take fifth out of four. I can't yeah, decide yet. Those bunch of hacks. Uh, group B is mm-hmm. is uh, I'm going. There's Portugal, Spain, Morocco, and Iran. Yeah. I'm gonna go Portugal. And this, I'll tell you what, people are gonna look at me funny here. Right. Um, Spain's top in the group, even with their coaching problem. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Morocco takes second. Mm-hmm. Portugal's oh, sure. out. I'm going to go with Morocco. Because Portugal obviously Spain has a really pretty kid right. with the Morocco's underwear. Morocco's pissed because they didn't get World Cup. Yeah, and they're so they're going to be, gonna be on now. fire. And mm-hmm. Portugal is known to be underachieving. They oh, barely yeah. qualified. Yeah. So that's that's a tough one. Ronaldo's I mean, going to blame everybody yeah, for that, not moving on. Yep, that's it's the LeBron factor. Yeah, exactly. Right? He's got no one to help him. Yeah. He's got players around him. Right. But it's, uh, he's going to be wearing his tidy whities and yep. his ads yep. over there, posing in some you know vodka ads in Russia. <laughs> With Yakov Shmirnov. Um, group C, uh, France, Australia, Peru, and Denmark. I got France top in the group, even though they didn't look great against the U.S. last week. Nope. Um, actually, they actually looked pretty good. Yeah, they just couldn't the finish. They just couldn't finish. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I didn't, went back and watched that game. Yeah. Um, the U.S. goal was great. Goalkeeping error yep. still. Um, and uh, France goal lovely mm-hmm. um and the u.s goalie was on fire too he made some good saves so yeah. he kind of kept him in the game second i'm going with denmark yeah. over peru you um, should. i think peru's a sleeper i want australia because i love the aussies but i just yeah. can't see them i right. think france has just got if too we many guns about, like 
Australian rules football. Yeah. Or beer chugging. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Crocodile wrestling. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Who has a bigger knife? Uh-huh. Go Australia. For sure. Uh, group D, again, torn here. We have Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Ooh. and Nigeria. Yeah. Argentina. Now, yeah, I have Argentina, right? right? Because yeah. I think Messi can carry a team, and yeah. he's got some help. Um, but the next three, you have to, Iceland would be my sleeper in that. Group. Iceland would be my favorite. Yeah. Like I love Iceland after yeah. the European Championships. Mm-hmm. If night South South Africa teams or African teams in the past, they you don't know what to you don't know what to expect. Exactly, they're crazy fast. They're they're unreal. Tactically, right. they falter a lot. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. over the they're, place. They're like the baby giraffe out there trying to chase down the ball sometime, <laughs> yeah. right? It's just like that skill set's not there, but athletically, they're the best people. And, in the world and they've got some skilled players now. Yeah, but exactly. I, and I'm, I'm, I have Croatia right now, right? Right, because they do have Solid some pick. phenomenal players. But don't, I wouldn't be surprised there at all if Iceland or Nigeria snuck in. Yeah. Because I remember, you know, That's a hard 94 group. World Cup, Cameroon, Roger Mia, like oh, yeah. 70 years old, came out and started scoring goals for him yep. because they were on fire. <laughs> and I can see that. And Nigeria right. may have the coolest kits yeah. of the World they Cup. They can light it up, for <laughs> sure. See him. So Alex Awobi, watch right. for him for Nigeria. Uh, group E, um, Brazil, mm-hmm. Switzerland, Costa Rica, and Serbia. Brazil, duh. Okay, so I'm not a huge Brazilian fan for many reasons, yeah. but I have been watching their training, and they were having fun, right? Yeah. They're having fun, so they're clicking, and that's always been a Brazil problem. Right. They've had players like Neymars and Ronaldos, and, and they just haven't been clicking, right. but I, I like Brazil. I think they've got really good camp right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going with Switzerland for two because I love their cheese. Yeah, right. So I've got to go well, with I'm them with as the you. tiebreaker because Serbia, Costa Rica, cause we've seen Costa Rica. Yeah. They play the U.S. They Costa Rica's can, they can got play. cool rainforest. Yeah, Serbia. They don't have good cheese. Uh, you know, I Serbia, don't know. I think, yeah, no, not, i got nothing to so say I'm, I'm going to the Swiss. Right. Uh, group F. Um, Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and Korea Republic. Okay, Germany's got good beer. Good. I broth. got Germany, but they're, again, they're having some camp problems. Right. Two other best players posed with the Turkish president. Germany yeah. and Turkey at odds. So these yeah. two players are kind of on the right. outs. They'll get so you got some out. turmoil there. Trust me. They had a fight. Out. Not those two. And two other players had a fight Dude, in training. They're going to have a beer. But it's and the Germans, man. The Germans are like yeah. tactical, be, yeah. precise. They got some players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going Germany to top the group. Right. Then you got Mexico, Sweden, and Korea. I know a lot of people are going with Mexico. Yeah, nope. Um, but I'm going with Sweden. I'm going with Sweden. Yeah. I'm going to Sweden, even though they didn't take... Uh, they're, they're tall and Z. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they didn't take uh, Zlatan. I, yeah. I still think Sweden's going to come out of that one. Right. And sorry, Mexican fans. I know Mexico has a good squad, but they, they just do. had a big party, yeah. and they got in trouble for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they did, you know, a couple of their best players, or a couple of their better players are injured right now. Right. Uh, group G, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a fun group. Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, and England. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm going Belgium. They're one of my favorites still right. for the whole thing. Right. It depends on, and I'll get into that probably next week or the week after with mm-hmm. how the groups pan out by who takes first and second, because that next round depends on who you play at that right. point. Belgium could get a bad draw. Yep. I got Belgium top in the group with not a problem. They're playing well. Second, I will go with England, even yeah. though they are probably the most underperforming team in the World Cup. Ever. Ever. Um, they always have just amazing talent, but right. they just suck they can't <laughs> sell. at the World Cup. <laughs> and I like a lot of their players. I am pissed they left Jack Wilshere at home. I think that was a huge mistake, and I think that's more personal than playable. Um, and I saw a really funny quote. Somebody said, uh, uh, the England players went to an orphanage to visit some orphans in Russia, mm-hmm. and... Um, 
someone said, oh, look at all these uh, hopeful faces, but they're going to be so sad, said a six-year-old boy. <laughs> Instead of yeah. the, the players saying it, because people are already hammering England, man. They've started playing yet. But I do have England coming out of that group. Panama, Tunisia, mm-hmm. again, not expecting it. To, I've seen Panama play, not impressed, yeah, even know. though they went before the U.S. I get it. Yeah, uh, Tunisia, no. And the last group, Group H, another tricky one for me. I think right. this is probably a really Ooh. competitive group as far as the teams in it. Right. I'm not saying any of these teams are going to be going very further than the quarterfinals. Mm. Yes. we got Poland, Maybe Senegal, Colombia. Colombia, and Japan. Right. Japan always wins Fair Play Award. It's the one I country. Like their style play. Well, it bothers me. It's the one country that never fakes injuries. Yeah. If you, they trip them, they get yeah. up. They get up. That's how it should be. <laughs> you know, they don't fake injuries. Yeah. And I love that about Japan. So thank you for keeping it real. Right. Uh, I do have Poland topping the group. Yeah. I think they've got someone that could be up for uh, Golden Boot. Okay. Just because he doesn't have, in my opinion, a real tough group. Uh, so sure. Lewandowski, I think, might be in the front running for a golden boot. Depends on how far they go. Right. I can see him shellacking some teams, though, I think, is why sure. they could put up a few on there. Second out of the group, I have Colombia with a question mark next to Senegal. Oh, yeah, Senegal could. It's another one of those teams, right. man. They can that light it up. They can light it up. Mm-hmm. And if you are not, because if you watch world football, soccer, excuse me, uh, the African teams can kill you on a counterattack. Yes. This absolutely murder you. Yep. Now, now they don't have the best buildup in the world. Right. Set pieces and counterattacks. Mm-hmm. So if Senegal can play, they you know, if you're not paying attention, they could they could break you down. Right. Next but thing you know, you're like three goals down, you're like, what just happened? What just took place? Yeah. And they're dancing and yeah. banging drums exactly. and they got dolls in the stands. So that's my picks. So group A, Russia, Uruguay, Group B, Portugal, Spain, Group C, France, Denmark, D, Argentina, Croatia, Group E, Brazil, the cheese, Switzerland, <laughs> F, Germany, Sweden, G, Belgium, England, H, Poland, Colombia. Right. And again, things can change. Injuries. Right. Most solid plays. Um, there's so many things that can change after this first round, so we'll just keep that updated. So that's my... Basically, you can almost choose you know, who's coming through based off of your food preference as well. It's well, pretty I don't, close. I don't, group A, I don't do a whole lot of food there. Russia, Saudi Arabia, yeah, Egypt, and Uruguay. So Uruguay is really big on the beef. Are they? I yeah, love huge beef. on the beef. Okay, yeah. I love beef. Egypt's got some good food. Uh, yeah. I haven't had Egyptian food. Yeah, uh, Group B, Arabia, yeah. Spain, Portugal, Morocco, Iran. Oh, you can't go wrong with any of those. Really? Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't know what yeah, Iran. You, what is Iran? What, what, is, what do Iranians eat? Do good food. Like what? Yeah, you got food. something, Andy? No, not in my back pocket. All right, I don't either. Yeah. I don't. France, Australia, Peru, Denmark. Okay, France, duh. Yep. Australia. I've never uh, had kangaroo uh, or alligator. <laughs> kangaroo. Do you not eat those probably there? Wallabies? Uh, dude, I'm not sure they do that. <laughs> um, that's, that's like eating a horse here. Uh, group D, Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. Yeah, Argentina, big on the beef. Okay. Iceland, yeah, Iceland icicles. No, they eat weird stuff do out they? there. Yes. All right. uh-huh. With lots of vowels and consonants. Yeah, they do. Group E, Brazil, Switzerland. Costa Rica, Serbia. Duh, come on. Brazil. Brazil. Uh, I've been to the uh, Brazilian yeah, grills. They do a lot of meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, group F, Germany. Uh, duh. I crush a brat right now. Yeah. Mexico, I don't have going through, but I do like Mexican food. I, I do too. I like tacos. Uh, Sweden and Korea Republic. Uh, me, me and Joel are offending so many people right we now. We are, and that's okay. <laughs> it's in good fun. Because <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. Uh, Belgium. Belgium, uh, Panama, Tunisia, England. England. I like some good fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah? yeah, uh, yeah. England. Belgium. Waffles. Oh, oh I love okay. Belgium waffles. Yeah? French fries. French yeah. toast up in France. Mm-hmm. I bet you Tunisia's got some good... Uh, I bet they got some grub. Good tasty stuff. 
Uh, Group H, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, and Japan. I love rice. I like ramen. I do, but Japan isn't on my pick. Poland, Uh, Polish sausage. sausage, Yeah, yeah. you got to go with Polish sausage. Colombia, necktie. I, I don't know. That's not a food, though. It's a Colombian necktie. That's gotcha. dangerous, so we don't yeah. like that. Senegal, again. Yeah, they can grab that party, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So if we that finish, just, sorry. <laughs> if, you got, <laughs> if you got top picks for us, let us know, too. Uh, let's do some Strava Week All right. before we kill ourselves. Distance, Andrew Smith out of London, 136.8. Oh. Yeah. Um, so a lot of road running over there. Uh, Runtime, Dan Hawk, 34.39 out of Maryland. And climbing, John Fitzgerald from Montana, 22.620. Woohoo! So, well, well done. Uh, okay, two Ask Trail Manners questions. All right. And these are pretty good. Okay. So, this one, uh, Ask Trail, simple question. I am a little hesitant about downhill running. Hmm. Seems like every time I let it loose, I either trip or almost step on a snake. <laughs> Any tips? Thanks, Dave. <laughs> That must be Dave from St. George. It is. Uh, yeah. So uh, downhill running, Joel, you want to take this? You can crush it downhill. Dude, you got to keep your hips square. Okay. You got to look down the fall line, and you just go. Yeah. You, yeah, really. You just go for it. And just be prepared. Yeah. If things happen, you do yeah. trip. You just have to keep your hips square and just light steps and just go for it. Well, if you got the brakes on all the time, yeah, that's when you're going to. That's when you fall, that's and when that's fall. when it hurts, too, because oh you your quads are crushed. We did that at Mainland's last yeah, week. We were we going did. slower than normal. It's like, oh, oh this hurts. So yeah. But um, the snake thing, oh, man, I, I get you. I understand about that. But if you're going fast enough, you can then, jump over then you can react faster, too. And if and if you're going fast, they don't have as much time yeah, exactly. to size you up, yeah, exactly. right? Because it's happened. They're like, what was that? Right. Right. So no, really. I mean, it's about keeping your hips square, light feet, um, looking down the fall line, uh, looking ahead. Don't look down. And, and I, then you're you're, you're kind of like subconsciously pre-playing your route yep, find through the, the rocks line. and through the the roots. And I find if I'm going slower than my normal pace, it feels so awkward, and you're not as fluid. Well, and we we talked we've talked before, and I've read this in quite a few coaches and, and sessions is if you're running, um, sometimes if you think you need, it might take you one or two steps, take three, right? Yeah, it's that little quick feet shuffle. True, because so, you're, yeah. you you got to really be on your toes. Think basically, of like agility training. Right? Yeah, and I think that'd be really good mm-hmm. uh, for something like that. Is just you know you do the things uh, at bomber. We have right. one, two, three, four. We're oh, hopping yeah, on like one foot. Plyometric drills. Yeah, yeah, I think those are really good. Those always help me. Those help out a lot. Yeah, so stuff like that I think mm-hmm. helps staying on your toes, bouncy, mm-hmm. bouncy, um, helps a lot too. So any other tips? Post them. Yeah, I think that on that one, just you got to practice over and over again. Yeah. Um, second one, mm-hmm. it's race season, isn't it always? So I'm wondering True. what you'd love to see in your race package. I'm hoping Packet? race bags. Packet. Packet. Mm-hmm. Shirt, gel, coupons. What's the best swag? Like, what do you like to see in your race bags? And I see a lot more of this where people are coming and going, oh, that was a horrible bag. Or you need a lot of the digital bags, which I'm not a fan oh, of. Oh, yeah, no no digital bags. Um, I understand it. On one side, it's like, oh, there's no paper, no, da, da, but Unless I rarely even look in. Unless it's a coupon to, like, running yeah, warehouse. Yeah, don't give me 10% off race ba- bracelets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want that. Yeah, that's not even tax. Um, but uh, swag bags. And me and Joel, we like to say we try to bring it. We have in the past. Yeah, yeah for we sure. We try and bring it. Mm-hmm. Um so I think uh, I think shirts are the most common, um, and I know a lot of people shirt. are out there that just don't. It's like oh, I'm tired of race shirts, but right. then you get a lot of people that run it for the race. Yeah. But my thing, and Joel kind of mentioned it, if you're gonna do a shirt, do a quality shirt. Yes. I know they're a little bit more, and me and Joel understand this. Yeah. But would you rather, as a race director, give out a shirt that's gonna go in the garbage, yeah. go to Salvation Army, right? 
be a weed eating shirt, mm-hmm. or would you have a shirt that people are going to wear? Yeah, that's and they're going to mar- market yes. your race because that's what we like to do. We do a yeah. nice, comfortable um, blend shirt, definitely the, blend, and we see our shirts. We do. People wear them. And you're like, that's a good looking shirt. Oh, that's right. That's one of our. Yeah, and people even say, like, man, I love the comfort of your shirt. And then right. we have some. They're like, I mean, I've had race shirts that I pick up out of the bag, and I'm like, I probably leave this in the hotel. It's the, those anvil shirts. Don't get thick, crusty. Oh. Yeah. Hate those. Um, so I think that's one thing. Um, gels. I'm never opposed to having gels in my bag for a couple of reasons. One, I like to try new gels. Like yeah. if it's just going to be the same old goo, lemon, limes, mm, you yeah. know, maybe not. But some people like it, right? I sure. mean, it adds a little bit to the race package. And let's face it, most of the time you get them for free or super discount. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's not a big thing. Me and Joel haven't really done um, gels. Nope. We haven't done a whole lot of nutrition stuff. Nope. Um, but if you can get that arrangement with a good nutrition company, sometimes it helps them get their word out too. Right. Because um, some people get so stuck in their ways or, hey, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for something and try it. If they get it free, that right. could help them out. Coupons, it's got to be a good be, coupon. Gotta, and that's so hard as a race director to pull that off. Yeah. It almost comes to sponsorships. Yeah. It would have to be like, okay, Running Warehouse is going to sponsor Western States, right? Yeah. That would be how you're going to get a good one. Yeah, it's just, uh, it really does depend on... Unless you have, a like, a local company. Yeah, that's right? really cool. So a local running store wants to give you 20% off. Yeah, that helps. That'd be good. Yeah, that I really so. helps. And I think, like, even, like, and again, example, because where we're at, uh, Jim Skaggs does his uh, registration at Wasatch Running Center. Right. You go in, pick up your pack at race day, you mm-hmm. get discounts just for being a runner. Yeah. Right? So it's not like there's a coupon in the bag, but it's like yeah. nutrition's 25% off for runners. I think that collaboration is much more valuable to a, a, a racer, a runner, yeah. because than... Like, say, 10% off your ID bracelet. Yeah, I absolutely do. Because if you're going to want one of those ID bracelets, you either have one and or 10%. 10% to me, it's got to be 25% to sway me. Anything right. below 25%, I'm really not pulling the trigger. Probably not. 10%, I'm like, that's not even worth my time. I can yeah, probably like find it cheaper somewhere else. A couple bucks. 20% might cover your tax. And, and, right. and 25%. I'm interested. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's to me. If you're going to do coupons, they got to right. be worthwhile. Sure. You also got to figure if people are printing those, that costs a little bit of money. It does. So you got to make it worthwhile. Why, right. why print something for ten percent when you know, yeah, pretty much no one's going to use that. I like a hoodie. Oh, see, now this is where we're stepping the game, right? I mean, we've seen more. Yeah, if you're if you're going to step it up, bring me a hoodie. Well, let's. So Ty Draney was mm-hmm. the first one I saw doing hoodies. Yes. And I'm going to tell you what, when he did hoodies, that's what helped grow his race originally. For sure. Because people are like, oh, I want a hoodie. Yeah. And you see people wear their hoodies. I love those hoodies. Everybody wears them. Yeah. Right. Different colors every year, so you can mix yep. it up. Um, but hoodies. Yeah. Way a nice step jacket. Up game. Nice jacket. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I think that's when you get into even a sponsorship thing. Yeah, good hat. hat. Yeah, Yeah. not a a junker. No, but good hat. Good hat because, again, people are going to wear it. Yeah. And they're going to market your race. It's free. Yeah. It's not free marketing, but it's marketing right. that you couldn't do otherwise. Because they're going to go back to the running group. Right. They're going to wear their shirt, their hat, their hoodie. Right. Oh, would you run that? Yeah. And they talk about your race. For sure. Right. So if you have a good race, you're going to crush it. If you have mm-hmm. a crappy race, you just hurt yourself. Right. <laughs> I don't want uh, paper information in my race. No. I usually unless don't it's about it. another race. Those are all right. Yeah. If it's a if it's a postcard about another race, I'm okay with that. But yeah. I don't want something from a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey, check out our new thing. If I don't you, want that. I'd rather have the sponsor there. 
with yeah, the table. Yeah, if you can, that'd you know be awesome. I mean? So I can go over and talk to them. Instead of having it, just say, you know what? Yeah, right. here today you get this percentage. You're here yeah. to try this for free right. as opposed to a piece of paper in your bag. I'm kind of moving towards the mindset of not having a bag, period. We've talked about that, where people check in and everything's displayed right out there. Mm-hmm. And if you want it, you take it. If you don't, you walk by. Exactly. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. I, there's some ease there for check-in. If you just yes. hand someone a bag, the mm-hmm. line goes quick. Right. But you're also giving away stuff that people will never use, so right. it's like a waste. Yeah, right? exactly. So I think if you have it on a table, if you have your gel or, or whatever it is you're handing out, your right. your, your literature on mm-hmm. races, people, if they're interested, they can grab it. Right. If and they're like not you said, interested, if there's a sponsor of your, of your event, um, if it's a race that's sponsoring your event or – Nutrition, if you can get them there, uh, that's better for your participants. Because they can have that interaction. Because mm-hmm. you don't have time to be dealing, answering questions. No. Your volunteers don't have time to be answering nope. questions if you have the people that know right. what's going on. And that's partly why we do our little expo mm-hmm. uh, for the trail running festival. It's like right. for us, it makes more sense to have someone talking to David Tarkelson right. about Beaverhead yeah. or the Putts guys about the Putts race. Yeah. Because they know everything, right? Yeah. And, and the nutrition sponsor, right? You know, or whatever they are, it's just better to have them there. I know it's a little more difficult, but I think that's just a way to step it up, right? For sure. Bags are easiest for race directors. There's no they doubt. Are. That's just how we've always done it right, but that doesn't mean it's right. No, it's, it is. It's just one of those things that's always been done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think last, you know, we talk about, I think, swag. I think fun stuff, you know, koozies, something that yeah. people are going to use that may not mm-hmm. be expensive that's fun. Right. Something they don't see a lot of. Those a pint glasses that... Um, Putts had. Those pint mugs, those yeah. mugs that they metal have. Metal ones. The metal mugs, oh, my gosh. Those were those were one of the coolest mugs I've seen in a long time. Yeah, from the Palisades. Something like that trail. would be just if I got that. If I didn't know better and I went up there and I ran that race and I got that, that would be the highlight. Yep. Yeah. For sure. And then finisher stuff. Uh, elevation culture. Elevation culture yeah. is just still crushing it. Yeah. They've got no competition right now. They don't. Yeah. And and the sky's the limit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's whatever your mind can dream. Basically, yeah. and so it can be super unique every year. Yep. Every time we give them out, people love them. Yeah. And I know other races are the same way. Plus, exactly. they can do a finishers award. Yeah. Um, or if you know you want to go another route, you could even do like we've done in the past. You could do just a memento of your race, like a right. coaster or a magnet yeah. or, or mm-hmm. something for everybody to have. I like too. a magnet. It's yeah. You can put on a something metal. Yeah, refrigerator. Yeah, those work. Yeah, your filing cabinet. But I think that's uh, that's kind of and I uh, people. I would love to hear people comment on Facebook on this as your favorite swag. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've seen sunscreens and lip balms and well, I like all sunscreen kinds of stuff. Sunscreen's yeah. nice because you never have it. Yeah, I never do. And so if I get well, I one in my it. bag, I'm like, oh, I could take that with me. Yeah, exactly. So if you can get a cool sunscreen company, um, Squirrels Nut Butter. Yeah, I can't go wrong there. Seriously, that's like yeah. one of, if I had that in my bag and that was it, I'd be happy. Right. But it goes back to the same thing. Like when we had our last event, he had them on the table. We yeah. could put them in a bag. Exactly. People wanted it, and he got to talk to him about it. Exactly. Like, what is this? I'm going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, cool. You right. Know, as opposed to just having it, and they're like, okay, what? where do I put it? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any squirrels. Where do yeah, I put exactly. it? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I hope that answers your question on that. Um, so that was the only two we had this week, so keep those coming. Um, I think that's all we have for this week. I can't think of anything else um, other than I'd really like to wish all the fathers out there a happy Father's Day this week. Um, be a good dad. Be a good role model. And crush it. Just like we tell the ladies every year. Um, you can be a runner and a father. It's always it's okay. It's a, it's a father runner. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it for this week. If you have any questions, let us know. Please comment on the Facebook post for episode number 93, whether it's World Cup-based, Western States-based, Ask Trail Manners-based. Send us your questions. 
firefighters, you stay safe out there. Thanks for everything you do. And if you have time, please head over to USTrailRunningConference.com. Check out what they've got going on coming up. Um, super cool event. If it's closer, boy, we sure would love to be there. There's some great stuff. So this is Eric and Joel, episode 93, and we're out. <laughs>